I'm Molly. And I'm Jamie, and this is our From the Pasture with Hired Hand podcast. As the owners of Hired Hand website software, we've been developing websites and creating internet marketing strategies for livestock breeders for the past 10 years. The majority of our customers are involved in the breeding of registered animals, such as Texas Longhorns, Highland Cattle, Horses, and White-tailed Deer, where the pedigrees are very important. The From the Pasture with Hired Hand podcast examines many of the differences in raising pedigreed livestock for maximum profit. Join us and learn what we're covering today. Okay, so today we're joined by Mike Casey of Fairley Longhorns, uh, and he is one of the four sponsors of the Red McCombs Fiesta Sale coming up at the end of April. And this is part of our special series where we're interviewing those sponsors to learn a little bit more about their breeding program. Thanks for joining us today, Mike. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. So Mike, this year is your first year sponsoring the McCombs Sale, correct? Yes. Um, I'm sponsoring the Saturday sale, uh, which I'm delighted to do. Uh, this is absolutely one of my favorite sales. Uh, I love this sale. I've been coming to it ever since 2002. So this will be my 19th uh, um, appearance at, at Red's sale. And I think it's time that I do give a little bit back. You obviously love the sale, right? And you chose to be a sponsor this year. Can you explain to people what made you want to be a bigger part of the sale? Any, anytime somebody uh, has sponsors in a sale, to me, uh, that means that number one, they're serious about their sale. Number two, uh, they've either been successful in the past or they are putting some energy and some money and uh, some effort behind this sale. And so um, I want to see uh, sales like that succeed. It, it does not only something for the breed, but it also helps me because unlike most of the people that I know down in Texas, I'm about 2000 miles away and I can't be there every weekend for sales. So my best opportunity to show off my program really is by sponsoring uh, my program, by sponsoring other sales. Um, and they're in, in that way, showing my cattle and my breeding program to to other people. So I'm delighted to be a sponsor at Reds just as I've been sponsoring other sales as well. Perfect. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the consignments that you have in this year's Macomb sale? Um, yes. Uh, it's, it, for me, it's interesting this year. I've got one 96 inch cow, a Pacific Yellow Bell. Um, and she's my own breeding, and I'm very proud of her. Uh, it's not very many people who get the opportunity to say that they've, they've bred a 96-inch uh, a, a animal. Um, it's about time that she sells. She's, uh, uh, she's 10 years old, but she's, a, she's in good shape, and she's a, a good breeder. Um, and she has a heck of a lot of horn that's still growing, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if she gets to be 100-inch animal. So uh, I've got her for sale. She's a top caliber daughter. Uh, then I have uh, uh, Pacific Cherry, uh, excuse me, um, uh, Pacific Samax. Uh, Samax is a daughter of, uh, well, she's a daughter of a 91 inch cow that I've got. Uh, and, um, and another one, Pacific Sierra, is a daughter of another 90 inch cow that I 
uh, owned until I sold her last year at the, at the legacy sale. So all of the three animals that are my breeding uh, either are or go back to 90-inch animals. Uh, and the fourth animal that I have is a, is a cow, uh, Rex's Penny, and she's red breeding. And I thought that would be kind of fun to put an animal back in that she's got 87 inches tip to tip and she's a very good animal otherwise, uh, complete animal. And uh, I thought it would be fun to put one back uh, and showcase uh, how red is done in my program. So that's a lot of uh, big horned animals that you just mentioned, whether in whether themselves as consignments or in their pedigrees. Can you tell us a little bit about how the three consignments that you bred that are from your program are representative of your overall breeding goals and of your program? Well, Molly, let me start by saying that I've been in this business now since 1995, so about 25 years. When I first started, my longest horned animal was 47 and a half inches. Uh, and I was just on top of the world. I thought I had it all going for me. I couldn't wait for that animal to hit 48 inches and be a four, four foot long tip to tip animal. Nowadays, double that. And I've got yellow bell selling and she's double the horn length. Uh, the industry has grown tremendously and it's grown really you know it took hundreds and hundreds of years for longhorns to get to the point of being 40 inch longhorns uh, tip to tip and now all of a sudden in the last 25 years uh, breeders have made good intelligent breeding decisions uh, bulls have uh, grown a lot more horn than they had before and that's again the result of good breeding decisions um, and so it's it's been interesting to see how, uh, uh, how, that, how the whole industry has changed. I remember, for example, one time I was at Red Sale. Uh, I don't remember which year it was, but Vicki Mosser had her hand up and kept her hand up and finally ended up paying $59,000 uh, for a, uh, a cow that had 75 and 5 eighths inches. That cow today would probably take, would probably breed any, or uh, probably bring you anywhere from three to $5,000. But back in those days, uh, that cow was worth a lot more than that because she was the longest horn uh, animal in the breed at 75 inches. Uh, so it's been, it's been a fun, uh, it's been a fun experience. Uh, it's been one that's competitive. Uh, you have to be on the lookout for good bulls. You have to be on the lookout for good family uh, units, consistency. Um, you have to be on the lookout for a lot of things. And you also have to bear in mind that the animal, no matter how much horn it's got, isn't much good unless it can also reproduce itself. So you have to have uh, animals that uh, uh, give lots of milk, um, uh, animals that are correct and uh, and able to um, to uh, get around uh, and and get around well and and live to to me uh, well into their teens and uh, approaching twenty. They 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 need to be good animals uh, basically, and that's what I've looked for. Uh, sometimes I've had better bulls than others, but I've always been on the lookout for what I thought was a good bull, uh, which is the part of the program. And then after that, 
it's a question of buying the best animals, buying the best females you can afford that have good pedigrees and, uh, and look as though they'll be able to develop not, into not only long horned animals, but also uh, everything else that you want in a cow. So it's, it's interesting to hear about everything you've seen throughout the years. I feel like we could pick your brain about a lot more things um, having to do with building a successful program. That might be for another episode though. <laughs> well, it, it, I have been through a, a lot. I've seen a lot and I'll bring that back to Red Sail. Um, you know, Red Sail has, is, is a family ranch sale and in that respect, uh, it's just been great. Red's cattle uh, also have improved uh, all the time with uh, Alan's tutelage and with Red's uh, commitment to his Longhorns. Um, there've been a lot of fun things that have happened at Red's sale over time. I, uh, rem I do remember Vicki Moster with a great deal of pleasure because I happened to be sitting right next to her when she uh, was bidding on Day's Feisty Fanny um, I remember another time uh, when there was so much rain coming down that you literally uh, couldn't even talk or hear the person next, next to you in the seat right next to you talking. Uh, it was raining so hard. And the sale went on and everybody was happy. Nobody stopped and uh, we just kept going. It was, it was a fantastic sale too. Um, what are some other things that I... Uh, I wrote down one other thing too that I that I remember from Red Sale. Um, uh, oh, yeah, uh, one time we had Red Sale the same day as the NFL draft. And Red was sitting up on the podium as he always did, uh, calling for higher bids. He was asking, begging really for another $50 for this cow or another $50 for that cow, uh, insulting the audience if they wouldn't give him the $50. And then he cut in all of a sudden on his mic and said, oh, and incidentally, I'm just hearing from Charlene right now. He's back in New York and with the uh, first round in the NFL draft, the Minnesota Vikings, which Red owned, I uh, have just taken Randy Moss. So here Red is on the other hand, on the one hand, begging for $50 from this person over here, while on the other hand, he's getting set to make Randy Moss a multimillionaire at the age <laughs> of 21. And the, the, the irony that, uh, of that just uh, really captured me. I, <laughs> I still get a kick out of that. That's funny. Jamie and I remember the year it rained for sure, because I believe we were working the, that was just a few years ago, I think, and we were working the internet during that time. And uh, it, got, it got dicey there for a while. <laughs> I, I watched Jamie, as a matter of fact, and wondered what was going to happen because I didn't think you guys could keep going. But Jamie, I got to give you credit. Uh, yeah, with the help of somebody's umbrella, that, it worked out. <laughs> there's not much that stops you. Um, do you have any advice for first-time visitors to Red Sail? Um, first of all, enjoy it. Uh, uh, it's a unique sale. It's a one own. It's you know you don't see uh, true ranch sales very often. Uh, they're fun. Um, uh, you undoubtedly know other people in the in the breed. Otherwise, you wouldn't wouldn't be there. So take advantage of the social uh, 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 contacts that you can make. It's it, it's a great group of people, and that's part of 
that's really a large part of why I enjoy it as much as I do. But as far as a breeding program is concerned, um, first of all, have a good bull. Don't don't uh, uh, go on the cheap on a, on a bull. Either buy a bull if you can, buy a part interest in a, in a bull that's uh, got a partnership interest for sale, or use AI. But one way or the other, don't compromise on your bull. Um, uh, buy the, the, uh, uh, the best females you can, and that's something which you're going to have to learn along the way. And I would guess the final thing I would say is don't quit your day job. I think Alan said there are three bulls selling in the sale this year um, as well. And I, but I believe those are all from McCombs breeding, uh, I think, right, Jamie? Yeah, yep, that's what they were. Yeah. Do you have anything else you'd like to share with folks who are thinking about attending the sale for the first time, or maybe when the catalog comes out, we'll be flipping through it, looking at all the offerings? Um. I don't know that I really have a lot to say. One of the things that's always impressed me about sales in Texas, and I'll compare this now to what I used to see in California and why I don't sell in California any longer. In California, you used to, when I was doing this, uh, go to a sale and you'd see 12 to 15 people around. One person would be leaning against the fender of a car and another person uh, with his leg up on the fender of a car, a bumper of a car. Um, and every once in a while, they'd turn and they'd throw a bid in. When I got down to Texas, um, I would see auditoriums filled with 400 people. Each one had a catalog. Each one had studied the catalog, knew the pedigrees of the animals, uh, knew all about them. And there's a, there's a difference. There's, a, uh, there's just an explosion of, of interest and of uh, and of pride in their animals in Texas. And it's something which I've always loved. Uh, you all may know from my website that I've done a fair amount of writing about Longhorns. Uh, in California, they actually arrived before they did in Texas, but they were, and they were first used in, in California uh, as part of the food, the uh, shoe and food industry. Uh, but the Texans have uh, have really taken hold of them. Uh, and, and I love my Texas friends. I love my Texas cattle. And I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. That's great advice. Well, thanks so much for taking a few minutes out of your day and sharing your memories and some stories about Macomb Sale. You're very welcome, Jamie. And thank you for all you've done to help, incidentally. Uh, the other, I would add one more thing for anybody getting started, and that is to come see you guys. Uh, you, your websites and your, and, and your follow-up uh, uh, and everything else that you do to provide something more for the industry and always improving it uh, is, is by now almost legendary. It's really fantastic, and I, I appreciate it. I appreciate every bit of it. So thank well, you. Thank you. That's very kind. Take care. Bye, Mike. Bye. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye.